This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day. Here we are, my gosh, in July already. And it's the time of the year that people are playing. I get that. Barbecuing, I get that. This week is the 4th of July, um, as we first hear this, the big week and celebration. And I can't think of a better way to really kick off an author celebration than with Joan Stewart, who is known as the publicity hound. And really tying into um, planning, probing, um, how, do you, how do you get the attention of book buyers, book readers, people of influence, individuals who want to snag you and bring you in and share your wise words of wisdom or storytelling? How do you do that? Well, usually with getting attention and publicity. So, and, and, and strategy here. So that's what the show is all about today. And welcome back to the show, Joan. Hi, Judith. Hi, everybody. It's great to be here. This has to be, what, my 10th visit to, to your podcast, I think, something like that. 10 or 12, maybe. It's, it's at least. Oh, so yeah. now we, all right, so we need to plan a baker's dozen, I think. <laughs> all right. Sounds good to me. All right, so Joan, I mean, literally, we're the, half of the year's already gone. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's amazing. All right, so what can we do to uh, goose up or, or get going or really start planning for the rest of the year? Well, I think that there are two critical things that you need to have in place. Two critical tools that you are going to use in tandem with each other, and you can use them separately, but they're way more powerful if you use them together. And the first one is a killer press release for your book. This can even be a press release for a book that's out already. The second tool is a compelling pitch that would include either a hook or an angle for your book. The press release will be used. It's usually a standard press release that will be used for everybody, but the the pitch, the pitches are all different according to which audiences you are going to be contacting. And it's the pitch that gets you the publicity. It's the pitch or the hook or the angle that gets their attention. And once you have their attention, you link to the press release, which has all the information, all the other information about your book so that you don't have 17 paragraphs of information in an email pitch. So do we, do we want to keep the um, uh, part of the pitch or maybe a, a key line of it? Do we want to reinsert that into the press release as well? 
not nece- well, you know, not necessarily. The press release is usually just about what the book is about, and there are all different angles that you can take. Um, uh, Joanne Carey is one of our um, clients. Um, I did a press release for her on why she wrote her book about diversity for children. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of her book? I, I Want Cake. And yes. it was about a diverse um, family. And the reason she wrote it was because she was so disappointed that there was such a lack of books about diversity, and that's why she wrote it. Now, she's a fiction author. That's mm-hmm. a great angle to take as to why you wrote the book you wrote. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. also has a very diverse family herself. So Exactly, exactly. You know. So the press release... You can take a lot of different angles when writing the press release, and most of the time, the press release can just, you can use that same press release all the time, but it's all those different hooks and angles that you want to make different depending on what publications you're writing for. For example, if you're pitching a story to a women's magazine, you want to give, you want to have an angle or a hook that ties into women even though the press release itself doesn't tie into women. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? Or even though the mm-hmm. book doesn't tie into women. Mm-hmm. If you're pitching the book to a women's magazine, get a woman-related hook or angle to catch their attention. Any woman, actually. It's just got to be a female. Right. You're what you're after, all right? So those two critical tools for everyone, just to review, you need a killer press release. And secondly, a compelling pitch. Which actually, Joan, it seems so comp- so common sense for me, but yet there's just this huge reluctance. I don't get it, but there is reluctance to do this. And I think part of the reason, Judith, is that by the time most authors are ready to launch, and, and you know this, they come to me six weeks before they're ready to launch, and mm-hmm. they want me to help them plan a publicity campaign. By then, it's way too late. You should be doing this at least six months before you launch. By the time most authors launch, they're broke and they're exhausted. And they can't think creatively about clever angles that will catch people's attention. And they're sort of high and dry. You know, they've they've done Mm -hmm. all this last, these these thousand and one tasks that you give them, if, they, if you're the book shepherd, about mm-hmm. things they need to do before they launch. They are I know. tired. I know. And, and, and they I have do, no yeah. energy left. I know. You know, Joe and I just, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I gave the um, uh, my annual book publishing uh, workshop, the Unplugged workshop. And I gave them a timeline that was uh, five months to 12 months out from the book. <laughs> to work off of oh absolutely absolutely and um you know it's critical because and the reason is because you've got to be zigging when everybody else is zagging and everybody else waits until the last minute to get their their some of their book tasks that you give them in order and especially publicity and promotion don't wait until the last minute or you're going to be scrambling when you have all these other things to worry about you know, your sales page and make sure your shopping cart works correctly, your Amazon page is set up. All of that stuff takes a lot of time, and you don't want to be figuring out how to write a pitch three days before you launch. So I think that what people really need to think about, if, if, you, if you just can't get your head around this, here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest that you don't 
say it's published. You, your book's all done. You've got a book in hand. It's printed. Um, that's pre. And I would just say, hold off a few months so you can get this stuff set up before you yeah, officially exactly. start the shout out. Exactly. Because the fact remains that you know, we all have sort of our fan clubs and the, the trick is to get them excited about our book yeah, launch. But exactly. the, the, the regular readers, they don't care when we launch it. All they want to know is, do we have a good book that's worth their time, attention, mm -hmm. and money? Mm -hmm. So it's a wait, everyone. Wait until you've got some of your ducks lined up. I think that's really right. what Joan is saying. Both of us are saying. you got to do a wait here. Okay. So, and I, it, I have to give a shout out. Now, Joan is, I'm based in Denver, Colorado. We're going to do a mini one-day extravaganza all around the fabulous Joan Stewart on Saturday, September 7th. And that if you go to the either the events page on the AuthorU, Y-O-U, AuthorU.org website um, or the BookShepherd.com website, you'll get all the details. Participate because just spending a day with Joan will kickstart and, and actually probably flip on the head a lot of the things you think you should be doing or, or are doing. So plan on that. So Joan will be here September 7th in Denver, Colorado. All right. So, Joan, what else do we need to think about? Well, let's talk. How about if we talk about why I am presenting an entire day on these two important tools? Because I could come and I could do just a general how to get book publicity session. But the reason that I chose press releases, we're going to do how to write a killer press release that sells books during the morning session. Okay, because mm -hmm. you need your press release first before you do anything. And I really think that nine out of 10 press releases, they belong in the trash bin. They are horrible. I'm going to show you how to write a killer press release for either your fiction or your nonfiction. And I'm going to give you ideas galore for the other types of releases that you can be writing throughout your entire publishing career, even if you're only writing one book. Okay. You can write, be writing press releases for speaking engagements, um, whenever you do joint ventures. You can even be writing press releases long before your book is finished. Let's say you've lined up a celebrity or a famous influencer to do the foreword for your book. It's worth writing a press release about that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you samples of press releases that I have written for clients who have um, for both fiction and nonfiction. Uh, we're going to talk about the best free and paid press release distribution services because I get a lot of questions on that. And we're also going to talk about the key elements to include in your release so that you make money. For example, so many authors never think to say in their release that the books are available for purchase in bulk. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. If you want to, you can buy a whole box of books from me, and I'll give you a great deal. That needs to go in the press release. You need to plant the seed that people can buy the books in bulk. What I love about what you're saying, and we're coming right up to our first break here, but what I here is what I love about you saying. This is a way to start book buzz. This is to, you just start seeding it and just kind of drip it out, 
information and news that's going on, whether you've got a killer endorsement or a special offerings, discounts can be available, even even maybe a contest you had around your book. I mean, all kinds exactly. of things that can exactly. happen. You talked about you talked about pre-sales. Yeah. That's a perfect opportunity to write a press release when the book's not ready yet, but when you're taking orders, write a press release. All right. And so on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Joan Stewart is with us today on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. I'm Judith Riles. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you shows you how to create develop and publish your book without being hoodwinked if you already have a book out you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live author you brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author you extravaganza it has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics through author you's extensive network Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at authoru.org. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop sizzle and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience and your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand nick selinger of nz graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts with over 20 years of experience in graphic design he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. 
you choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Joan Stewart, and we're really talking about the value of, I think, I, I think of it, Joan, as strategic publicity and positioning Absolutely. here. All right. Yes. So we, as, we, as we exited, the essential ingredients you all need for marketing is a press release, and you need a compelling pitch. Now, the, also, the other thing is that I, my challenge, Joan, is that I have with people is they're so busy writing, they're so, they're so sucked up in the whole process, they can't think of anything else. And, of course, I want them to be thinking about everything. Um, and, <laughs> of course. I mean, be, because. And at my recent book publishing unplugged event that I had, I had a very extensive timeline put together uh, for what to do in this whole thing called marketing. And it mm-hmm. starts at 12 months out, which is a gulp for most authors. So I gave it a, a spiel from five to 12 months, because once you get into that fourth month out, third month out, second month out, first month out, and yike, D-Day, um, or maybe we should call it B-Day, book day is that that it, there's twists and turns that come into play. So when do you start marketing a book? In my opinion, the day you start thinking about your book. Already start positioning where it's going to be, who's the reader, you know, how are you going to connect with them. So if you didn't do that, when do you start marketing your book? Today. Today is the day you start. So, and I have a good example of something you're talking about, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is both for fiction and nonfiction. Many fiction authors, too, you have to do a lot of research before you sit down to write, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. As you're doing your research, start thinking of topics and subtopics where you might be considered an expert because you're going to be amassing a huge amount of knowledge on a specific topic. For example, let's say you're writing a Civil War romance novel. You may have to do a lot of research about Civil War Clothing. Exactly. If and location is going to be pertinent to the book. Yep. And locations. And and, and location. Yep. Oh, the culture, mannerisms. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of things. All kinds of things. All right. So when you're here in Denver, where where we have this deep dive focusing day on on how to create publicity heaven is that you're, you're going to be splitting the day into two. So what's, what are we going to be doing during the morning time? Okay, during the morning, we're going to talk about press releases, and we're going to talk about why the press release by itself. Everybody, a lot of authors think that it's the press release that's going to get the mountains of publicity, and that the day they publish the press release, they're going to be so busy with media interviews, and that's not the case, folks. That's Mm-mm. not the case. Mm-mm. The main reason for the press release is to pull traffic, okay? And it's also used as collateral material, and it's, a, it's sort of over to the side. 
the main thing that's going to get your publicity is the pitch, which is going to include an interesting hook or an interesting angle. That's what we're going to talk about in the afternoon. We're going to talk about, so you're going to do the press release in the morning. I'll explain how to write it. I'll show you some examples. I'll explain how to use press releases. And then in the afternoon, we'll talk about how to come up with separate, customized, compelling pitches depending on whom you are pitching. And I'm going to give it. you lots yep. of examples. Yeah. And, for example, can I give you a couple examples of hooks and angles? Okay. You bet. I think the easiest place for everybody to start on their publicity campaign, everybody wants to start with USA Today, the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Times. If you do that, you are going to fail miserably. The best place to start with publicity is with your local weekly newspaper. Trust me on this. Local weeklies consider local authors as celebrities and movie stars, and they're really easy to get into. My little weekly here in Port Washington, Wisconsin, they'll give a page and a half of type and photos to local authors who are indie authors. <laughs> they're self-published. They haven't even been published by major publishing houses. So start off local and build from there, okay? Another, mm -hmm. Here's another hook or angle. Is there a way that you can tie your book into one of the four seasons, winter, spring, summer, or fall? A great time to pitch a seasonal angle are in the weeks or the days leading up to the first day of winter, spring, summer, or fall, because the media are always covering the first day of winter, spring, summer, or fall. And I have to admit that having worked as a journalist, I used to hate having to find any, any of those stories because they were just, you had to just hunt around for an angle. And boy, if I have an author standing by ready to pitch a story on spring cleaning because she happened to write a book on how to keep a household organized and she can give me terrific tips on, um, you know, on how to organize your house for spring cleaning or how to org organize all the stuff for your pet, for a pets magazine that ties in with the first day of spring. Hey, I'm covering her because she's right there. Mm -hmm. That makes or, sense? Absolutely. Or you're someone who declutters or you think about your office or even your bedroom. Um, I mean, there's, you could even, you know, focus it on down that, you know, what, where's it? What, what about... I remember I did the new year. This is one of the things I did. New year was coming. I decided to dump my entire pantry. I dumped every drawer in my kitchen and reorganized it for the new year. I love it. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Now, I didn't think about doing a press release on it. But <laughs> no, but also think about, here's another angle. Not only the major holidays like Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day, Thanksgiving, Think of the minor holidays that are out there, and you can create your own holiday. Um, one of my clients, Kathleen Watson, is a grammar expert. She wrote a book on grammar. She does not have her own holiday. She piggybacks off another author's National Grammar Day. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. The other author doesn't care because it's publicity for the other author <laughs> as well. Exactly. So you can look for these major and minor holidays and pitch stories around those days, weeks, or months of the year. 
which should be, and I, you know, here's something that a lot of people don't think about. You know, press releases can be repurposed. They don't think about this. Um, yeah, I mean, just, this, this is kind of just dropped into my head as you and I are talking. But that there's no reason why you can't because there, you know, there isn't a lot of life to some of this stuff. It, they, especially when they come in electronically, they disappear as fast as sometimes is the way they come in. Unless, Joan, you can you can offset what I'm saying here. I'm thinking well, that they're going to go in and out very you're, quickly. You're absolutely right. Because remember, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, who did we write press releases for? We wrote them for the press. Okay, and if the media did not cover the topic of your press release, you were up a creek without a paddle. Today, who do we write press releases for primarily? We write them for consumers who can find the press releases online when they do Google searches. Mm-hmm. So if, it makes sure we get covered by the media. That's just gravy. It's gravy. So that also means everyone you need to have on your website a media page. And for every press release you write, you are going to post it. You're going to post it. Right. And if you're going through one of the press release distribution services, you can include a link to that press release. Because remember, a press release that you write today, chances are pretty good that if somebody's searching for using keyword phrases that are within that release, and they're typing those into Google, and they don't even know you or your book exist, they may come across your press release with a link in it to Amazon where they can buy the book. Mm -hmm. And here's another idea. Why don't, I mean, very few people blog every day. Very few people. And most people have one day a week. I mean, at least that's what I'm trying to get them to. At least pick a day. On that, why don't why not when you create a press release, make it a special blog, and you push it out. You have your your spiffy title that has your keyword in it. You're going to have your in the first 160 characters. This is critical, everyone. Your first 160 characters, which includes spaces and all that other stuff, your punctuation. You're going to have a couple of keywords that will bring them in, and then in your description, you know that's your description, and then your keywords in the SEO, and it goes out your blog that way. The Google gods love that, and it right. gives you extra clout. Exactly. And another thing that you can do, if, you've, if you're, you've published the press release elsewhere online, either through one of the free services or one of the paid services, what I would do is I would blog about an angle within that press release, something really specific, so you're not using the same press release word for word in the blog as you used over at one of the press release distribution sites. I would just talk a little bit about one angle of the release and then just link to the release that's over at one of the press release distribution sites. So Absolutely. you make it shorty. There's so many ways you, yeah. you know what else you could do, Judith? You could uh, create a short video for YouTube. Why not? You get, and so you all need to think about if you don't have your own YouTube channel, you need to do that one too. <laughs> Just, we're we're going to add on. Do, so much to do, so little time. But this is all part of marketing, all that. All right, we're going to take another break. When I want to come back, Joan kissed on something dealing why you don't go to USA Today, Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, etc., to push your press release. You go to the local locals. That I'm going to tell you a story about why People Magazine wants you to use locals and build up that way. We'll be right back. It's all through you, your guide to book publishing.
your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged event. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so when we went to the segment, um, I was sharing uh, to you and with Joan that um, why, this was reinforcing why you want to start local that several years ago when I came out with one of my big books called Woman to Woman from Sabotage Support, it it gathered, I mean, it got a lot of coverage from Oprah to Donahue to Joan Rivers to Geraldo Love Me, I can't tell you, that over a thousand interviews came from that one book. And that People Magazine stepped up to the plate 
And I actually had a four page spread. They came out to my house. They wanted to have, you know, they took a picture of me gardening. I mean, all kinds of stuff and was was in the spread. And the thing that came up was when I was asking the reporter, you know, how did they make a decision is that they want buzz already to be out there about you. They want people already talking. They want coverage out there. And as Joan said, that doesn't cover come from trying to kick off to GMA or today or, you know, CBS in the morning or whatever they call it. It doesn't come from that initially. It comes from that build up and the locals is where it happens. Um, I mean, that's my experience, Joan. And that's what people said. They want you out there first before they come in and play the game with you. Exactly. And here's one of the reasons why. If you are in one of the major papers like USA Today or in one of the big magazines, they frequently have fact-check departments where they Mm -hmm. will actually check facts and stories. And one of the places that they will check facts will be online. They might be doing Google searches, and they're going to want to see what else is online about you, who else has written about you, what else can they find And these big publications, they don't want to be the first ones out of the gate and take a chance on covering somebody who might turn out to be a flake. They don't want to do that. They they want proof that other media outlets have given you their stamp of approval. Let me tell you about another reason why you shouldn't be going after the big media outlets right out of the gate. Start small, okay? Print publicity is very different from broadcast publicity. When you're doing a print interview, you can take a long time to explain something to the reporter. If you're doing a broadcast interview, you have to be able to talk in short, short answers, short sound bites, and you can't go on and on forever. And those are two completely type, different types of interview styles. So if you're trying to get on to Good Morning America, get some experience with your local TV stations in your own TV market where you can also make your mistakes, and you will make a lot of mistakes. I made my share when I started interviewing, and I was working in the media. So start small and build up. You need experience getting, you need experience knowing how to work with broadcasters, how to work with reporters, how to work with freelancers, and if you make mistakes, make them on the, in the small media instead of making your mistakes on Good Morning America. Which is just really important. The other thing is, I'm going to tell all of you, since we're talking about this kind of coverage, I'm going to suggest you go up and do a Google search and just see how many times your name shows up. How many times, can, you know, very quickly, and it comes up, you know, in, in seconds. But both Joan and I have, if you put our names in, over 100,000 uh, links that they can connect with us are going to show up. And, of course, that's built up over the years. But So how many links are out there that you may not even know about? Or it could be someone else with the same name, of course. Um, but, you know, I'm going to suggest you do that. I think that's a good, good little exercise to just kind of go through. Oh, and uh, let me give a little tip for mm-hmm. a quick blog post. Okay, Mm -hmm. I came across um, a free, I was looking for something, and I thought it was at my blog, and I did a Google search for it, and I found an article that I wrote for um, 
Oh, I can't remember the site. It was uh, like 14 fabulous free tools for authors. And it was an article I wrote about three years ago. And I thought, wow, this is a great free article that I promoted three years ago, but I forgot about it. As you start to, to find your content online, write a blog post and link out to all the things that you've written for other people, all the places where con- your content appears at places other than your own website. Mm-hmm. And that gives That's you more. Blog post. Yeah, that get, it gives you more juice. But here's another idea: look at these older blog posts. How can you repurpose them and reuse them instead of? We've got 14 tips. Maybe we take three essential tips, and you have multiple blog posts out of that, and exactly. play with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, that's the plus. You know, Joan, you mentioned earlier in the show about free places that you can push your press releases out to. Do you want to identify what those are so our listeners can grab those? Um, Yes. As a matter of fact, I am writing an article. I was just writing an article before the show started, and I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, Oh, heavens. Here someplace. Just hold on a second. There are free and paid press release distribution mm-hmm. services. Right. There are hundreds of free services, and the dirty little secret is that they don't distribute anything. Most of them. Okay. They simply push out. They they simply park your press release at their website, and then you have to hope somebody finds it. Uh. Fit fit small biz b i z dot com reviewed more than 90 of the free options and found only five reputable choices. And here they are, so get a pencil. Got it. PR log, that's mm-hmm. P-R-L-O-G, free press release, Newswire Today, Newswire is one word, Newswire Today, PR.com, that's a good one, and also online PR media. Those are the five best ones that they found, and they reviewed them on five different um, criteria. So All right. if, you, if you can't afford a paid press release um, to be distributed, go with the freebie. You know, there was a time, Judith, when I was dead set against any of these free sites, and I have since changed my mind. Um, Sandra Beckwith has a blog mm-hmm. post about one of her authors that actually got um, – got uh, an option for a movie as a result of posting one of her press releases to one of these free sites. I can't remember which one it was. So, so they might work for you. If you can afford to do the paid route, go the paid route. But if you right. can't, then do the free. So the strategy would be not to do a single, but to. What I'm, I'm thinking don't go just with prlog.com. And I'm assuming these are all .coms. Is that correct? I'm, I would assume. But if you do just a quick... If you do, um, just do a Google search for Fit Small Biz, that's one word, Fit Small B-I-Z plus free press release distribution services, you'll find the little chart that they put together that gives you, you know, why they rank these so high. Okay. So that for all of you, just, I, I, if you want to go around, so go to the fitsmallbiz.com website and then do a search for press releases or something like that. Press release distribution services. All right. So press release distribution services. And then you can just kind of cherry pick. But my my thought is that you don't just send it to one. You should go ahead and blast them to all. Would that be correct? 
You know, that's a good question. I don't know because I would say Google would consider that duplicate content, first of all, and I don't know how much that would serve you. Of these five that I mentioned, PRLog and PR.com are the two that I have heard of that do the best job of the, of the free services. So I would do one of those, either PRLog or PR.com. Mm-hmm. And remember, if you are, well, let me just add this, because we want to keep Google happy, that most searches does it on the first 160 characters when they're doing this out, switch it around, right. just switch it around a little bit um, and, and, and do that. And if you're looking for titles, um, I would make sure that you go to aminstitute.com and do their headline searcher and just play around a little bit. To get what emotional pull you can bring in. All right, so Joan, we have two minutes to our next break. We digressed here a little bit, um, but I think that the PR thing is an important thing. That, that, that you get these press releases out and you keep pushing and and make sure you put them up on your website that they're there and there so that becomes searchable too for you. And sure. if you're pitching yourself as a speaker at all, if they see your media page filling up, that's that's good influence. And on... can I tell you about a big mistake I made? Okay. Um, sure. As I started to get free publicity because I'm so busy teaching everybody else how to do it. I'm like the shoemaker's sure. kids who don't have shoes. Of course. I failed to keep a list of all of my publicity hits. Mm-hmm. Don't do, don't make that mistake. I don't care how rinky-dink the publicity is, if it's in a little newsletter in your own community. Keep a list of all your publicity hits and keep that list in your media room. And you can divide it by TV coverage, radio coverage, newspapers, magazines, newsletters, whatever. Because that's going to look pretty impressive as you start to build up publicity in these various outlets. And if a journalist maybe has thought it, maybe they've heard of you and they thought, I wonder if she's any good. They go to your website, they look at your media page, and they see this long list of 17 media hits. And they think, wow, she must be good because mm-hmm. all these media outlets have covered her. Right. So, And then here's one other idea before we go to our break here. But one of the things that I did, because I've had so many, is I just took the logos to the companies. Um, yes. And I, I made yes. a collage of them, and they can see them that, that way. And I then I added a few cherry ones to the bottom of my author one sheet. And with that said, we're going to take our final break. With us is Joan Stewart today, and we're talking about how to really rock and roll with a press release and publicity. We'll be right back. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The Book Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. 
At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book. A book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith bryles Well, I always love it when Joan Stewart's with me because we always have so much to talk about. Besides, we're all both foodies um, on top of it. But um, authoring is food for thought and writing. And that I know a lot of you get stuck on different things. And what I thought, Joan, it would be a good idea if you could give a couple of more tips. Because this is what my challenge a lot of times is, is I get I, I, I can visually see their heels digging in. When I yeah. talk about publicity with fiction authors, because I think it's impossible unless you are a major celebrity and and it's just basically an announcement, you know, that goes out that John Grissom has another book or David Baldashi or Dan Brown or fill in the blank type thing. Um, but but so what are some of the ideas that you have that fiction authors can be goosed up a little bit? Okay, so we've been talking a lot about traditional media, newspapers, magazines, TV, and radio, but remember that publicity goes far beyond that. It includes your YouTube channel. It includes content you share on Facebook. It includes your blog. Some of you are doing podcasting. So let me give you some ideas for fiction authors. How about interviewing the characters in your book? Interview the characters in your book, write a guest blog post on it for somebody, write your own blog post, do a Facebook Live. What are your character's physical attributes? What do they look like? Mm-hmm. What are their goals in life? What are they most afraid of? What are their deepest, darkest secrets? Who are your character's best friends? Do they have families? Now, even though this information <laughs> is not in your book, yeah. I think it would be fascinating to if I were your fan, to see you explain uh-huh. all about your characters to me. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Here's another one. 
how I write. Where do you write? When do you write? Do you go down by the creek in your backyard every morning with your laptop where you can still get internet access and do you write? Do you wait until the three kids are tucked into bed at nine o'clock at night when you're exhausted? Do you have, Judith, don't you have one of those yellow strips, those yellow plastic yep. do not enter strips across your office when you don't want to be disturbed? Yep. Do you have one of those? I, I have a, like, like crime scene barrier tape. It says author at work, do not cross. And, right. and, and when I cruise, I take it with me and it goes on my, my cabin door when I'm writing. There you go. What's your favorite snack food? When you write, do you even eat at your, do you even eat at your computer or are you worried that the crumbs are going to get into the keyboard? What makes you angry when you write? Mm. Do you ever hit writer's block? Are you ever angry when you can't think of a way to describe a character? How do you get over that writer's block? If I was your fan, I would love to read about this because it will help me know you better and not just your character and not just your book, but you. And remember, a lot of your fans view you as a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I had, yep, I had, I wrote a thing about uh, when I wrote my uh, book called Stabotage, how to deal with the pit bull, skunk, snake, scorpions, and slugs in the healthcare workplace. And I revealed that every time I, I had written something up, an article or something, that every time I finished a chapter, I got a bag of M&Ms as a reward. That was my reward. And I gained 10 pounds on that book. But with, with that said, and when one of one of my fans came in from Ohio um, last month for the book publishing unplugged event, she bought a big bag of M&Ms with her. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> See, so here's another idea. If you're a fiction author, how about a quiz? Let's say that you write romance novels. How about writing a quiz called do you date the wrong men? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And quizzes work great for nonfiction. And that, in fact, they're perfect in press releases, portions of a quiz. Have, you know, if you do a press release to go into a TV show, I had people in the audience, they pre-took the quiz. And then I talked about it when I was the guest on the segment. That's what the super, audience responded. That's a super idea. That's a super idea. And, you know, nonfiction authors... You guys and gals, you have such an easy, <laughs> such an easy way to get scads of publicity. It's the fiction authors that really have a tough time. But, um, but if you come to the day that Judith and I are going to have on September 7th this year, 2019, you are going to find all great kinds of ways to come up with ideas. Judith, let's talk about the hot seats. Yeah, let's talk about the hot seats. I'm going to give you one more idea, too, for the fiction okay. people. Yep. Write, write a press release. Here's an idea. Write a press release that, you know, create, create an essay, email me, and include, she's now saying, email me because five characters will be named after fans that write in. I mean, something like that. Yes. You will get huge involvement. And of course, you're going to push that all over social media, too. Exactly. You know, yep. yeah, right. And, a, okay, and, a, so, and All right, here we go. So we're going to do two hot seats. 
one in the morning after I talk about press releases, and we're going to do we're going to have to do more than one hot seat. We'll have several people so will each take their turn on the hot seat. And in the morning, what they're going to do is they're going to tell us about their book, and then I, but mostly the audience members, are going to give them ideas on how they can write a press release, on angles that they can take, on things that they can um, uh, hone in on, on things they can highlight for the press release. We're going to do the same thing in the afternoon. We'll have a couple of author volunteers who will go up on the hot seat one by one, and I want the audience to participate more than me because Mm -hmm. I will have spoken for, you know, an hour and a half, and my voice will be very tired, and it'll sound worse than it does now. I And it's so much easier, Judith, to come up with ideas for other people's books than it is your own. Oh, oh, that is a given, Joan. And, and there's, and as someone who's in an audience, you're the voyeur, you could be uh-huh. participating, but as a voyeur, you take away so much by just watching, listening, what's going on. How are these hooks coming in? I mean, it's an amazing process. And we we found that out on the cruise when yeah. we do the Shark Tank. We did the Shark Tank. Yes. We have an author come up and be in the Shark Tank and ask ask us on the stage, the experts, for ideas. And their question, the answers to some of their questions seem so obvious. It seems obvious to us because we're not the ones who wrote the book. We're not the ones that spent two and a half years writing the book. We're hearing about it for the first time. And it's mm-hmm. easy to throw out ideas. And we, we love this kind of audience participation because if you can give an author on the hot seat one or two fabulous ideas, you walk out of there feeling like you're the king of the world, like you've just really helped a fellow author so that when it comes time for you to come up with your own ideas, you're going to be more confident. And you will. I mean, I'm, I'm going to guarantee it to all of you. You do come up with more ideas and come into it. It just, it just It's a kickstart to, to the juice of it um and you know and it goes back to you know where do you write how do you where do, where is the best place if someone said oh i always write at starbucks that'd be the kiss of death for me there i would me never too. get anything that would be the kiss of death me too. because because i'd be watching everybody yep. <laughs> so with that all right so hot seats are fabulous and there are huge takeaways um, that anyone can do it. Uh, and, and, and a lot of people are anxious to jump up and other people are a little fair to get their toe in the water because they don't know where it's going to go. But that's the power of it. You don't know where it's going to go. But I would yeah. tell you, it'll go yeah, somewhere we, good. And what we usually do is we have somebody with a great big, um, the great big pad of paper and a magic marker. Mm-hmm. And as people are throwing out ideas, if you're on the hot seat, Somebody is over to the side marking down all the ideas that the audience member comes up with. And before you get off the hot seat, they rip the pages off the pad, they fold them up, and they give them to you to take home. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully, a record of all the ideas. Hopefully it's legible. Hopefully it's legible. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that, that's just really the plus. But I think that the bottom line, you know, as we um, have just a few minutes here, is to, to recognize that. Publicity is important, and it hasn't gone away. And even though that you've got newspapers who have disappeared or they, they've transitioned to online, they still need material. They all need exactly. material. And guess what? Those online magazines 
their space is unlimited. Mm -hmm. Unlike Mm -hmm. the print publications, which the size of the print publications are determined by one factor, and that is how much advertising have they sold. And and plus, here's the other plus, 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 plus. They're searchable. And they everything's archived so that it doesn't disappear as quickly as yesterday's print you know it the it, it it really does come back and findable and it goes into the google searches and all that so don't discount publicity and really thinking about it now no matter where you are in your book process exactly. just think about it now so just reminding everyone that if you go to the authoru.org or the bookshepherd.com website click on the tab that says events um, and then it will have in the headline, uh, it'll say probably mini extravaganza. I'm not looking at it right now, so I'm, I'm pulling it out of my hair. Mini extravaganza, um, and it'll be uh, create killer, killer press releases um, plus compelling pitches. That's what the name is going to be. And it'll be an amazing day. Early Bird is on through August 15th, and then prices will go up. So that's authoru.org and thebookshepherd.com as we go along. So, Joan, we've got about, oh, about 90 seconds. Any last-minute tidbit you want to add? Yes. I'm writing writing an article right now for Joel Friedlander's uh, Mm -hmm. blog. There'll be a guest blog post, and it's on the 10 most frequently asked questions people ask me about book marketing, publicity, and promotion. The number one question people ask me is, how long do I have to be marketing my book? (laughs) Yes. And And the answer is? My answer never deviates. My answer is only for as long as you want to sell it. And with that, it's the end of the show. So, Joan Stewart, thank you so much for being with us once again. See you September 7th. All righty. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each week a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you the author to the next level you'll learn tips and secrets on how to create strategize develop publish and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey how to avoid the publishing predators how to create an author and book platform that rocks learn how to make a living with your words and your books learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more for more information check out authoru.org where authors who want to be seriously successful go and judith's website thebookshepherd.com then join us again here next week for more it's your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith riles Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.